Hello and welcome. You're listening to Met My Match. A podcast where a husband and wife discuss various topics while attempting to answer the age-old question. Who's right and who's wrong? Welcome to Is This the Podcast? The podcast where a husband and wife sit down and pretty much stare at each other the entire time, trying to kill each other and talk about various things that are going on in our life. And we end up debating some of those things as well. As a husband and wife <laughs> do. Um, for those just listening, we'll let you on a little tidbit. This is probably our third recording so far. Um, as, as it turns out, recording a podcast is not that easy, which makes sense why there's so many failed podcasts over the quarantine, the various people uh, that try to start one. I so, would just say over the decade, probably. Over the decade. <laughs> yes, over the decade before podcasts even existed. I think they existed a decade ago. I mean, they probably did. That's probably why they... Are you still thinking a decade ago was the 90s? <laughs> to be fair... sometimes I, I still do. To be Yeah, to be fair, I'm not the only one who thinks that. I'm pretty sure there's an entirely huge sect of people that think that the 90s was only 10 years ago. Yes. Well, my name is Shelby, and this is Christopher. And we recently got married and moved to another state and trying to figure out, you know, all the stuff to do here. Um... We recently went to a pistachio farm, and that was that was a lot of fun. You want to talk about that? Uh, so, if you ever come down to this part, we'll, actually, we'll, we'll let you figure it out yourselves, or exactly where at, just by the fact that we have the world's largest pistachio here. But that's that's one of the main uh, cultural center points to this part of New Mexico, is the I fact that it has the world's largest pistachio. I think it might be the only big claim to fame in this area. But, you know, that's up for debate. I, don't know. I mean, I'm not debating it. That's oh, someone okay. else debating oh, okay. it. Okay. Oh, okay. All I know is anytime, <laughs> so far we've had uh, one of our family members come visit us, and that was the big thing they told us. Like, yeah, on our way here, yeah. all we saw was talk of this gigantic pistachio. So it is, uh, as you said, McGinn's Pistachio Farm. Um, nice place. We, we've we taken the tour twice with, have, both times happened to be the tour guide, Tara. We loved it so much, we went back again. Exactly. Uh, she did an amazing job giving us the tour. We actually learned a lot more about pistachios and how they grow than I ever thought I would. Yeah. As well as wine, because they do wine there as well. Um, the wine experience was interesting. It was given to us by a very, uh, very monotoned German man, which you don't expect in the middle of New Mexico, so that was a treat to itself. Yeah, so I didn't get to experience that. I wasn't uh, a part of the wine tasting. So what about him was such an issue? You just like had no sense of humor or something, or was it? It, it wasn't so much an he issue. He was clearly from Germany. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It was just. Are you trying to stereotype um, German people? No, I was not trying to stereotype <laughs> German people. I know. It was. It was the just the wipe of personality this man had, and it might have nothing to do with like his nationality at all. But it just just the fact that okay, um, very monotone. Very. This is this one. This is the other one. This wine does this, and maybe that might be a wine thing. I'm not a big wine drinker. Maybe that's maybe that's wine culture. Um, uh, how much wine do you drink, babe? Not a lot, if, if any. Champagne? Does champagne count? I don't think champagne counts. I mean, it is champagne. All right. So if you if you're a wine drinker out there, um, all two of you who are listening, <laughs> um, you know, just let let us know is that if that's a wine culture thing, maybe 
maybe we just got to drink more wine to understand the monotonous life of a wine drinker. So you're, yeah, so you're saying that he was not a very uh, personable sommelier. I think he was personable in his own way. Yeah. Probably. Also, it's weird to think of a sommelier. Sommelier? Sommelier? Of a salmon. <laughs> um, in a small town in New Mexico at a pistachio farm. So if that's if that's his yeah, that probably trajectory. Yeah, that probably was a... Um, it threw me off because I hadn't... You guys were in there doing the wine tasting and your cousin were. And... I had just come inside, so I hadn't heard his his voice yet, his accent yet, and so I was just like, "Oh, it's just a regular person, you know, from here, from the states." No, not at all. <laughs> and so I was like, "Okay, well, how's it going?" And then I had gotten probably like the largest ice cream sandwich that I've ever seen. So not only do they have the world's largest pistachio, but they have like the world's largest ice cream servings as well. Because to be fair, you are tiny, so. It was huge, though. You have to admit it was huge. It was like... Babe, everything in your hands but, is huge. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> but, but seriously, though, was it was it not it, it a was, very it large was big. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say the world's largest. It was delicious, though. It was so good. It was. It was very good. And somehow she did not get pistachio ice cream, which blows my mind. Well, I had the pistachio cookies. They were they, So the, the cookie part had like... Um, it was like toffee nut pistachio, butter, or something like that. It was incredible. It was really good. Uh, and then I got coffee ice cream because I thought, you know, you know it'll, it'll balance. A little, little balance. There the was flavors. no balance. And it was just sugar. <laughs> All sugar. And it was great. The coffee will keep me awake. No, it was sugar. It was just the ice cream. It was just, it was just ice cream and sugar. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, that's one of the, the main things that is to do here. There's not a whole lot else, so... Yes, it is one of the main things... If to not do here. The main thing, yeah. I would say it's not the main. There, there are plenty of things to do here. We just have we've yet a, to explore. We've explored a few other things, but we want to probably save those for, for later on um, if this podcast should, um, you know, actually work out. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, the, the hardest part is recording, and so far, all we do is talk to each other. So all we got to do is make sure next time we tell Mike in front of our faces. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, um, that being said, do we want to just get into it right now? and argue absolutely i, I love arguing you love so our first topic of debate um <laughs> that we actually sat down and created probably about a year and a half ago um <laughs> as we were drunkenly sitting in a bar thinking like well hey you know who we can do we can create a podcast yeah i think it was actually maybe two years ago who knows it was like Maybe around like January 2020. Has that been it a was, year and a half? I don't know. It, Time it is irrelevant right now because like 2020 just felt like March for a solid 12 months. It really did. Essentially, yes. Um, it was weird. It was a weird time. So the first thing we want to talk about, um, does the person in the middle seat of an aircraft get both armrests? Ah, yes. Now, my position um, is that they should. Shelby's position is that they shouldn't. Okay. Um, you go ahead. Give give us your your take as to why they should get both. So to explain explain a bit of our uh, differences here, I actually did a little research. And by little research, I mean ten seconds before we started this thing. <laughs> um, and I looked it up. So most etiquette experts say um, and come to the same conclusion that the person in the middle gets control over both armrests. Uh, the person in the aisle has to get up from their seat every time someone in the row wants to stretch their legs or take a bathroom break. Um, the person on the left or right side either has the wall 
or they have the or they have like the actual leg room that's kick out their legs the person in the middle all they basically have control over to do anything is those armrests what do you think me well okay so yeah the person who has the aisle to me is just in the worst position possible however person in the middle has to be the inconvenient person every time they have to one get up to go to the restroom or what have you I mean usually you don't really move about the, the plane cabin a whole lot whenever you know even flight but it is an uncomfortable spot to be in the middle it is I'm not gonna lie about that um, especially if you don't know people on either side of you which hopefully you do so at least then, you know, you, you guys can rock, paper, scissors it out on as to who gets the armrest. But just like if you're in a movie theater, you you do get two if you're on the end, right? On the aisle or even the window. Or I say window, you know, the, the side of the wall of the plane or the window of the plane, window seat. Is that true? Do you, do you also have two armrests everywhere you are? Well, no, but you, you don't think so. Let's look up how a plane. Is, are you talking about? Are you like... talking about the uh, the seat most farther against the wall has an armrest as well? The window seat has an armrest on their left side and their right side. Do they yeah, not? Okay. they do. So, but that they per- have their left side. But that person gets the benefit of both an armrest and a wall to lean against. Yeah, so then they're fine. And the person on the aisle seat, whatever. So you just pick. You pick a side. You don't have to have both. That's what I'm saying. But that that's the benefit you get. So the person in the aisle seat gets both leg space and an armrest. The person on the wall side or window side gets the wall and an armrest. But the person hence, who's hence on the, the person aisle, in the center should get both armrests. The person in the aisle though is in the most inconvenient of positions because they're constantly having to get up, like you mentioned before. True, but they do have the most leg room. They have the ability to kick their legs out and actually. Uh, move around. Technically, not supposed to kick your legs out on a plane. I mean, you're technically not supposed to do there's, a lot of things on a plane. There's flight attendants just, you know, walking back and forth down those aisles, and other people are, you know, going to the restroom. So no, you don't need to be so, keeping so, your feet out. So as a slightly taller person, I will say, um, that's you probably th- should prefer the aisle. Yes. Yes, I prefer the aisle because I can kick my legs out. Now, if I were given the kicking your legs out. Now, now, if I had the center seat in an aircraft, I would definitely want both armrests. I need, I need something for compensation for having to be stuck between two people. Okay. I, I understand when, where, you're, where you're heading or you know, what your point is, but I still think that everyone gets their own. Everyone gets at least one armrest. Everyone's... Well, every, it's equal. It's all equal. So, if, okay, so, okay, so... Because <laughs> if here everyone, is, Wait, wait. Are, are, are you technically gets, sharing? Are you technically if everyone sharing gets one, one armrest, okay, yeah. so... Both the both the two outers have an armrest. Yeah. What are we gonna do? Just take this like ask ask the person in the center which armrest they want, then take away the other one so everyone they don't has one. Take it away. <laughs> it's still there. But someone's always getting two armrests. No. Yeah. No. So there's an armrest in the aisle. There's an armrest it, against the wall. This is assuming that every plane is built the exact same way. If there are three seats, they're all built the exact same way. Are we sure about that? If there are three seats, so we're talking about if there like are three a, seats, there are four armrests. Hold on, hold on. So we're talking about like on a on a large plane, not like one of those smaller planes that I'm used to, where there's usually no middle row, right? So like hypothetically speaking, we're talking about a plane with no row, right? Yeah. 
those are usually the only ones that have the middle seat. Sure. Okay. So going off of that, I believe that each individual seat has two armrests, right? No. No. Okay. Wait. Okay. You've been on more bigger planes than I have, so. So the way it's usually built explain. is there there are three seats, and between each seat is an is an armrest. So there's one on the out. There's both basically two on the outside, and two on the inside. So it's four. So there are four armrests per, with three seats. Unless it's the one where it's five people sitting in the center aisle with a much bigger plane, then it's a uh, six armrests. I want to say. All right. So I was looking at images yeah. of planes, <laughs> of seats, and it looks like. I wonder if someone's done their research beforehand. Would they know this? Well, I just wanted to look it up anyway. Yeah. So it looks like. In a middle row, or even like on the sides, because there's three on each side. Um, Make sure it's not business class. We're talking about coach, baby. This is coach. We're, we're poor. This is probably coach, because that's why people are just crammed like a bunch of sardines. Uh, it looks like, you know, person in the middle is going to have to pick a side. Because, you know, you got one here. It's feel like it's just like, even if you know the but people, yes, that's, you're going you're gonna to veer off to whatever side you favor. But you yes, really are. Still in that case... Someone gets two armrests. Just because they're in the middle, they shouldn't have to have two armrests. So then who gets the two armrests then? Nobody gets two armrests. That's what I'm trying to say. You pick one side or you pick the other side. Like when you're in a movie theater. Okay. I so, usually pick the right or left. So say the person... Because I have two armrests no matter what. Say the person you in the center... You have two armrests no matter what. Say the person in the center okay. decides to lean right. Yeah. So now the person against the wall has two armrests. Are they... Does that armrest now untouchable? Does it just disappear? Let's so you're in the middle the... and you're leaning what what side right? To the right. So you're leaning toward the aisle. Okay. No, you're not leaning towards the aisle. You're in the fucking middle. All right, fine. <laughs> you're, you're in the middle. And so you lean a little to the right. Okay. And the person me, to your refer... right side, you're saying, yes. is probably like, what do I do? Well, they're gonna lean to their right. Okay. So now, so now the person on the left just does not touch that free that free armrest that's now created. No, they can lean to the right or they can lean to the left. You just you switch off. You don't have you 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 don't always have two. That's my point. You don't always have two. Well, so my my just point, like on the left side, the middle side, or the right side, nobody always has two. My point. It's like an unspoken rule when you get into an aircraft. Everyone just kind of sits there, and then body language kind of dictates where well, yeah. where you put your body. Yeah. That's so awesome. why should the person out in the center have both armrests? I I. So rather than try to convince you, I believe the person center should get both armrests because they're inconvenienced by the fact that they have they they are trapped. There's nothing they can do. They have nothing to lean against. They can't get out of the aisle. That Fair. is my position. Okay. Okay. I see your point. I, I I still think that like, and it's probably because I haven't flown on that many planes or large planes, I should say. Um, I still think that you're probably just gonna pick side no matter if you're in the aisle seat if you're in the middle seat or the seat that's by the window whatever however the person who has the window seat they might think that they are like oh, see you're the one that's gonna have to like inconvenience the other two people to get up i mean i have no problem inconvenience anybody but i'm sure that's besides, that's besides the point of course you, um, you so... were raised in the anxious home <laughs> i think i think on this episode um we're probably going to disagree. We, we are. I okay, think that's we, usually the case is we don't end up agreeing at all. Well, the, 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 <laughs> that the is the is, plot. The hope is maybe at some point we'll agree on something. I this mean, is, I do this see is your not, point, though. This is not definitely one of those. I do see your point. 
you don't see my phone. Hopefully, hopefully the, the next flight that we're on, we can... Uh... I'm putting you in an aisle seat. Yeah. <laughs> We're actually, gonna we're actually going to be flying pretty soon. We get to, we get to see. Uh, and I'm putting her in the aisle seat. Out. I'm, I'm specifically putting her in the aisle. Did you even see what seat numbers? We yes, have? I chose them. Oh god. I'm putting her in the aisle, and I'm shoving my arm. You jerk. I mean, that's I'm small, taking, I'm so... taking both armrests. Oh, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn her around. So later <laughs> on, we film, film when we record an episode of this, and she's like. I think both. I think the person who said should get both of us be like, oh, what? Oh, it changed after your own experience? Yes. No. no. <laughs> I'm going to pick a side. Right, so, at this point, we, uh, we agree to disagree. Yes. We agree to disagree, and it's fine. <laughs> fine. Now. What? Movies. Movie. Oh, yeah. Movies that we've been watching recently. Um, you always hate everything that has a female lead. So uh, that is not that. true. Okay. Okay, so we will specifically get into, like, that part. We recently so, watched Black Widow. You want to talk about that? Though? No, I like Black Widow, but I know exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about Shadow in the Cloud, because I shit on that movie. <laughs> yes. We both shit on that movie. We both didn't like it. That was the, that, no, that but, was the movie you specifically... No, no, there was another recently. Oh, Gunpowder Milkshake. That's on Netflix. That is, I like that movie. No, you didn't. No, you're you like, didn't. It's like, uh... There's no cohesiveness. It's ridiculous. And I was like, that is not what I said okay, about that Okay, so it's kind of like John Wick, but with the whole. That is cast. not what I said about you that. You said it was too ridiculous. Well, and you did to pick a lane. Okay, no, no, no. Now I remember. I remember. Um, the action I liked sequences. It. I liked it. So no, I liked the movie too. It had nothing to do about the females. Because there's a woman. It's not that. Okay. So the issue. Okay, so we'll, I guess we're going to talk about uh, Gunpowder Milkshake then. Um, yeah, we can. So, Gunpowder Milkshake, it's on Netflix. Check it out if you haven't. Uh, we will try to keep this as spoil less as possible. Yeah. It, it's um, got a mostly female-dominant cast. It, it's entirely female-dominant. Um, That's what I said. The thing, the thing that got me about the movie was the fact, um, the action sequences. So, I, I, can lean, I can lean with the movie if the action's a bit goofy... Um, the entire time. I can leave the movie if the action's a bit serious the entire time. This one kind of leaned back and forth where they were both um, uh, hidden tiger, crouching dragon, but also... She just mixed those up on purpose, or...? Yes. Okay. Uh, doing a bit of that, flying about, but also serious karate-style, you know, fight fighting punch moves. Um, I think he went back and forth on that in the movie, and that's what put me off of it. The movie itself I enjoyed, the act, the action fighting sequences were kind of like okay, um, they they can't do this, but they can also fly throughout the room um, as if they were... who was flying throughout the room. I don't remember seeing any of that. I can't remember the main character's name, but she did a couple times, a couple of flight sequences. I mean, it, it was just okay. To be to be fair, like the whole thing is ridiculous in the best sense of the word. You know, there's fighting happening, a lot of. You know, just really advanced fighting skills. Similar to, if you've seen John Wick, you know how, like, advanced that is. Or even The Matrix, for example. So The Matrix, I guess, is the only excuse for it being so ridiculous because it's more of a sci-fi. See, John Wick's big different because... But was, I don't want to compare two He wasn't jumping, like, five feet through the air. Neither is she in this movie. A couple of characters did. I want you to point out specifics, but... Okay. Well, if we, ever, if we ever move to video format, for this, then I'll, then I'll bring out clips and in, all that. In this 10-minute, you know, when you go in 10 minutes and you see this. No, I really liked it. I thought that all of the choreography for the fighting was fine. Um, 
I think your hang-up is the fact that they're women. And they that is doing nothing to do with it. I was talking about the acting sequence. Oh, no. And then the other portion of the movie, um, we can we never figure out if the if leave. the bad guy okay. is a bad guy or a good guy. So right in the beginning, when he leads her to a position where, um, you know, she happens to find someone, it's like, well, wait, I thought they were against her, but not exactly where See, she is. See, I, I liked that because it was like morals are compromised and, you know, you feel like you have to do the right thing even though it's portraying the people that you work for or whatever it is, you know. Um, you're like, oh, wait, what I'm doing is probably not necessarily right because it's hurting certain people, maybe whatever. And then you, you come to find out more stuff later on. Um, I don't think anything was wrong with that. You wanted to find, you, you, did you want more specific, um, clear villain? I wanted a bit more foreshadowing on the motivations behind it. Like, I understand when they're like, we'll leave it up to the viewer. It's like, cool. But you got to give them like one or two avenues to go off. There was, in my, in my own, you know, watching it, I didn't sense that. I didn't find any avenues. Just kind of like, well, now they're here. It's like, oh, all right. I guess that's a thing. Now who's here? What? What are, you, what are you referring to? The mother. Oh, okay. But yeah, you've seen, but that you've was seen, a little weird. If you've seen the trailer, then you, that's not a really a spoiler. That was a little weird how they introduced uh, her. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was it Mina, Mina Head, Headley? Mina Headley, yes. Yeah. Her, her character um, was a little weird in how she was introduced. Um, did I like how they did a little bit of the background information? But yeah, they, it's like they were telling you stuff without being very um, blunt about it or very just obvious and that's not a bad thing I think that's a good thing because the audience hopefully isn't that you know I'm not going to say the, the, the bad word um, just a little bit smarter than the average person let's just say that so what you're saying is to you get know, context if, if clues you, if you want to watch this movie you gotta be a smart person no. apparently since I didn't get it I'm a dumb person no I don't think you're dumb <laughs> you just think I hate women no I just think that you've done this a whole lot where it's a female or like the lead is a female you have some critiques about it always the only time that's happened was in Shadow in the Cloud in this movie which I mean I agree with you the Shadow in the Cloud was a little uh, it was too much in, in a weird way we, we, we want to talk about it now we can but um, we'll talk about it now because it probably won't be one by itself. So watch it, but also be aware that it's ridiculous too, to get to, pa- to apparently get weird. my gripe about women in movies. It's weird. Um, it was weird. No, so Shadow in the Cloud. I like the premise of the story. Um, I hurt my personal opinion of it was it was trying to wear too many hats. Um, there was entirely too many things going on. Uh, you know, movies I enjoy, and like you, you can call me a brain dead adult. So I, care. I liked, but like I like it when there's like a you know a story and then a yeah. couple subplots. I like this the had premise. a yeah. I like the, the the whole over like the summary of it. I like yeah. the idea that they were gonna go with with it being kind of a sci-fi mystery thriller, right? And it, yeah, and this is talking about the movie Shadow in the Cloud. But it went in some ridiculous ways where I was just like, okay, this is what we were like. Either teeter. It was teetering on ridiculous and then realistic. But if you know anything about the story, you know that it's more on the ridiculous side because it's a thriller. So that part bothered me a little bit with some of the acrobatics that And honestly, happened. I I, and I, I forgave like, the what? acrobatics because that was that was a ridiculous movie. It was that, 
It, it was a ridiculous know. movie that stayed ridiculous. Did it? It made it teetered. It, well, no, the, the points that it was trying to display teetered, but the movie itself... There was a lot going on. Yeah. And Especially, I thought there was one element that they could have done without. So I'm not going to... As a spoiler, I don't want to bring it up. So we'll, we'll bring up another one just to kind of get the idea behind uh, if you've seen The Tomorrow War with the Shadow Cl- Shadow on the Cloud could have done. So Shadow on the Cloud could have cut that ending sequence much like the Tomorrow War, I feel like should have cut that. Oh one. God, Tomorrow War is such so, a letdown. So Tomorrow War, I thought was a good movie, up until the point where he went back to his own yep, time. Yep. Yep. Like I at, think at, everybody was on that whole. At, thing at that too. point, like, the Tomorrow War, and my parents, my parents liked it. I think everybody talked to liked it. I didn't like it. I, well, I, didn't, I didn't like the last half of the movie because at that point, the Tomorrow War turned into a Fast Nine movie, or fa- it turned into a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> it's about probably, family. Probably yeah, probably Fast <laughs> Ten. Uh, we're probably not that far off. I think Fast Nine just went into space. So yeah, Tomorrow War essentially right at the end turned into a space fast movie. Fast Nine movie, <laughs> Fast and Furious movie. Just I mean, I liked the sci-fi about family. elements. I liked the fact that they did some, you know, kind of cool time portal things. A lot of stuff was either not explained clearly or there were some plot holes that they just kind of were like, eh, we'll wait over that. Like, why didn't you guys go back in time and do this, this, and this instead? Like, there were so many easier ways that they could have gone about, like, you know, solving that world crisis that they were having, which I don't want to, you know, give away. But I, I don't know. I thought that the movie could have ended where they, they didn't end. They had like another 45 minutes, I think, what, left it was of the an, movie. It, it, felt, was, it felt like. It went way too long. It I, felt like an entirely different movie at the end. Yeah. Even though the movie was probably like, what, about two hours, let's just say, like the average movie might yeah. be about two hours. Let's just say that they could have cut off the last 45 minutes and it would still been a really good movie. Um, what they could have done in zone like a little quick, how they've done it before in other films, like a quick um, music montage of like the, you know, how they solve the problem and how it, you know, helps them in the future. Like, okay, cool. And that Tomorrow War doesn't end up happening. Cool, 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 cool. They could have summed that up in like three minutes. <laughs> You know, and then happy family together again at last. I, I don't know. I, I, will, I will say I, this. I didn't. I didn't like it. It was worth it to see J.K. Simmons in that movie, just you know, <laughs> being a badass and Be shotgunning badass. people. Yeah, he he was pretty cool. I did like him, and then um, there were a few other elements that I did like that were pretty funny. Uh, I don't know, and it, it wasn't any any actor's fault. It was the story. The acting, I think, was pretty solid. Don't you think? Nah, I'm about to rewatch it, but I think I, yeah, think I, I, I had no right. issues with the acting. Yeah, I don't think I had any issues. So I will it say, was just the story itself. So I will say across all three movies that we've talked about just now. The acting um, was good. Tomorrow War acting was good. Um, Shadow in the Clouds, a bit goofy. Acting was good. Um, and Gunpowder Milkshake acting was good. Yeah. I will say Gunpowder Milkshake had a lot of had a lot of good actors in there. Mm-hmm. Um, that I enjoyed, especially. I think uh, they did really well with the casting. Yeah. I was happy. I liked seeing. Oh, I can't remember her name, and I'm terrible about that. She was in Avengers. What's her name? You're talking about the one who played Nebula. Yeah. I have a. I have a Karen, hard time remembering. Yeah, Karen Gillan. Yeah, Karen Gillan's the uh, main actress. She she was great. I think she's a good um, up and coming action hero actor. I mean, she's been an actress for quite a while. I know she has. Okay. But I mean, like, she is, like, the breakout person 
Like, no, no more Laura Croft Tomb Raider bullshit. This is the new girl. I mean, that's probably still gonna be a thing. She should, she could be the new Tomb Raider. I think so. I think she could do Laura Croft if they if they do a reboot. I think. I but think. I think the current Jumanji off. kick was better for her. Well, yeah, but then she can do Laura Croft. If so, they do a reboot, I would so, cast her. One one out of five cat paws. One being the worst, five <laughs> being the best. And I remember. Okay. Um, you don't you don't have to rate any of these the best, but one out of five cat paws for each movie. Um, what do you think? For which one? So we'll start. We'll start with Gunpowder Milkshake. Four paws. Four paws. Yeah. So you got to think. That's like mine though. Five. Okay. All right. I'll say for. I'll say for Gunpowder Milkshake. I'll put three paws. Good movie. Now I wouldn't say a great movie. There's a reason some movies end up on Netflix. Um. <laughs> I mean, a lot of things are on Netflix now because. Uh, what are the well, that and a lot of studios sell movies there to get rid of them. Yeah. Um, all right, so Shadow in the Clouds. Three point five pause. I feel like I'm just going one down. Then yeah, I'll say I will say two point. Nah, now I'll say two. I will say two. Yeah, two pause at best. Okay. I would. It's not not for rewatch, but if you're watching a trailer, you might get accidentally caught on it and won't think it's it. I think, movie. like I said, it had a pretty good story concept. I just think they um, they could have done without one. They could have done about three or four different subplots in that movie. Yeah, and I didn't. I don't know. There's other things I want to talk about without being a spoiler, so I can't. Yeah. Next movie. <laughs> All right, Tomorrow War. <laughs> um, three pause. So I'm actually going to cut this up. Oh, this, no. Well, no, this no, felt no, like two no, different no. movies. I will say for the first half of the movie, <laughs> I will... You can't do that. It was essentially two Overall different movies. Overall Paul rating, go. Overall Paul rating. Okay, 3.5. <laughs> okay. So, okay, and if you were to break up the movie into two parts, because it basically is. Because it's basically that that it should have been. If anything, it should have That's been uh, so it should have been a theater cut first part, yeah, and then a straight, and then the director's the, cut, and then the second part should have just been a straight to DVD that maybe you bought later on a year us, later. Yeah, maybe they just gave us like the Snyder cut. He didn't even direct it. <laughs> <laughs> so to catch you up after that last movie review we just did. Uh, we're still learning how to basically create a podcast and all that. It cut us off. But it happened to end right, right. We're about to end anyhow. So um, as you guys listen on this little experiment that we're doing, um, we're having fun so far. We've gotten a few blooper reels probably of what we're trying to do here. But I think we're doing a good job so far. But what do you think, babe? No, I think we're, we, we do fine. And obviously we'll continue to get better the more that we do. So obviously forgive this one this is the the pilot if you will yeah this is the pilot <laughs> usually after the pilot episode everything gets a little better gets a little hopefully, more polished hopefully so hopefully we get better at this if not um just bear with us bear with us as we mm -hmm. uh basically stumble our way and get onto a probably a better sounding podcast yeah we're doing this with very minimal uh funds and with, right? and with that, it's middle funds. And with that, insert ending catchphrase. 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 <laughs> yeah. So thank you for listening and have a great day. Have a great day, guys. <laughs>